a British TV podcast with Chrissy and Ryan. News, reviews, what's on TV this week, DVD releases, and special features all about British TV. Hello and welcome to the British TV podcast show 93. Well, for those of you who can't stand the sound of my voice, it's all you're going to get this week. It's just me, Ryan, here in Seattle. Chrissy made a heroic effort to get over here today. Her grandmother is in the hospital and it's not looking too good. And then, but she thought she could make it anyway. And then her car died after just two weeks of after having spent $1,800 on it. Yikes. And speaking of cars, my uh, 95 Saturn hit 100,000 miles last week. I put a plaque down just to commemorate where it happened. No, of course I didn't. But uh, as you can see, I don't drive very much. But uh, yeah, I'd be annoyed too if I spent that much on my car and it didn't work. That's the one thing you expect them to do. Well, this week's show, we have news, what's on British TV this week, shows running in the United States, DVD releases, and a feature on Darren Boyd. Well, this week on Twitter, I didn't notice any difference between the BBC version of Torchwood and the one on Stars, except that the trailer the BBC added at the end. Did anybody else notice anything different? I don't think so. So I think we're all getting the same thing. And thanks to everyone on the Rufus Sewell website, The Rooftop, for promoting last week's podcast about him. We had over 100 downloads in just the first 24 hours after it was released. Based on that, I'd say someone is missing a bet if they don't start a Rufus Sewell podcast. He has fans, that's all I'm saying. You can find me on Twitter at BritTVPodcast. Well, the news this week, the Sci-Fi Channel announced that there would be a fourth season of Merlin, which they'll be making in conjunction with Fremantle Media and the BBC, which presumably will be showing it again in the autumn on the BBC and then in 2012 on the Sci-Fi Channel. I like Merlin. I think it's a nice fantasy adventure series with uh, Anthony Stewart Head. And it has been sort of Sci-Fi's secret weapon on uh, Friday nights. Uh, you know, it's a children's program that runs very early in the evening on the BBC, but the Sci-Fi puts it on at 10 o'clock on Fridays and does very well in the ratings. So good to hear we're going to get any more Merlin. There were quite a few Emmy nominations for people from Britain and TV shows. Several of them received Emmy nominations last week, including Idris Elba for Luther, and Downton Abbey is up for Outstanding Miniseries. In the Outstanding Writing for a Miniseries, Movie, or a Dramatic Special category, the nominees include Julian Fellows for Downton Abbey, Stephen Moffat for Sherlock, A Study in Pink, and Heidi Thomas for Upstairs, Downstairs. Downton Abbey was also nominated in the Directing, Editing, Art Direction, Costume, and Cinematography categories. And the Emmy Awards will be handed out on September 18th in Los Angeles. And there's talk of a second season of The Trip, the comedy series and movie based around Rob Brydon and Steve Coogan playing cartoon versions of themselves dining at a series of fine restaurants. Last week, co-producer Andrew Eaton let slip that plans are underway to film a new six-part series in Italy later this year. And Channel 4 cancelled Campus, or rather they won't be commissioning a second season. While admittedly Campus was very much an acquired taste, I was really warming to it. But alas, 360,000 viewers are not enough to sustain a show on terrestrial TV. And if you're going to be at Comic-Con in San Diego this weekend, don't forget Matt Smith and Karen Gillan will be appearing there. And for the rest of us, they'll be guests on the Craig Ferguson Show next week. 
what's on TV for the week of July 20th through the 26th. Wednesday, the Great British Weather continues on BBC One. On Thursday, Torchwood Miracle Day has its second episode on BBC One. Single-Handed continues on ITV One with the second part of The Lost Boys. The Pranker continues on BBC Three. Friday, My Family continues on BBC One. 8 Out of 10 Cats continues on Channel 4. Wall of Fame with David Williams is on Sky One. Alan Carr Chetty Man continues on Channel 4 with guests Matt Horn, Jason Bateman, Charlie Day, and Jason Sudeikis. And they're out promoting the movie Horrible Bosses. The Rob Brydon Show returns for a second season on BBC Two. The affable Welshman, who we profiled in show 37, does a laid-back chat show this week with Matt Lucas, The Script, and ventriloquist Nina Conti. Late night on BBC One, My Favorite Joke begins a six-episode run with an insight into what influenced some of the nation's best-loved comedians and what made them belly laugh. Saturday, Odd One In continues on ITV One. Penn and Teller, Fool Us, is on ITV One. Lee Max All-Star Cast finishes its run on BBC One. Sunday, Horrible Histories with Stephen Fry is on BBC One. Top Gear is on BBC Two. Law and Order UK continues on ITV One. BBC One has a post-Watershed three-part comedy drama starting called Sugar Town, starring Sean Dooley, Tom Ellis, and Sue Johnston. It's set in a small seaside town where the main employer is the Rock Factory. New plans to redevelop the town are not welcomed. Monday, New Tricks is on BBC One. Show Me the Funny continues on ITV One. Sirens continues on Channel Four. And Tuesday, The Hour continues on BBC Two. And don't forget to check out our podcast about star Romola Garay in Show Five. Richard Hammond's Journey to the Center of the Planet finishes up on BBC One, and Angry Boys continues on BBC Three. In the United States this week on BBC America, Wednesday, among the repeats of Top Gear and the Tudors, there's a documentary, Should I Smoke Dope? Journalist Nikki Taylor travels to Amsterdam to investigate the growing debate about the legalization of marijuana. Saturday, Outcasts continues... And it's followed by The Graham Norton Show and the final episodes of The Inbetweeners and Come Fly With Me. And Monday on BBC America, another Top Gear rerun, followed by James May Drinks to Britain. On Stars, Torchwood Miracle Day continues on Friday. And Sunday on most PBS stations, Masterpiece Mystery has the second Zen mystery starring Rufus Sewell called Cabal. And we did a feature about Rufus in last week's podcast. DVD releases, Doctor Who Series 6 Part 1. This would be the recently screened episodes with Matt Smith getting a Rush Bare Bones release on DVD and Blu-ray. Personally, I'm going to wait for the box set later this year if they'll have all the extras and the 2010 Christmas special. Torchwood, the original UK series, the first three seasons of the series are in a box set. That is everything that's right up until the current Children of Earth. Available on DVD and high-def Blu-ray. And Reggie Perrin, set one. The first two seasons of the remake of the 
Rise and Fall of Reggie Perrin, starring Martin Clunes and is written by Simon Nye. I'm not sure why they're calling it Set 1, since this is the only episodes that have been broadcast so far, so maybe the distributors know something that I don't. Our feature this week is on Darren Boyd. not a star, the very tall Darren has appeared in many television series, including the recent Whites with Alan Davis, that will be available on Hulu this week, and as well has been in many other series. Darren's appearance recently in Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency is quite apt, as the theme of the show and the Douglas Adams books it was based on was the interconnectedness of all things. Nowhere is that more true than on British TV, where we like to joke there are only 12 actors who appear on every show. Count how many former subjects of the podcast we encounter as we take you through the career of Darren Boyd. Darren's first TV appearance was in the 1998 Carolyn Quentin comedy vehicle, Kiss Me Kate. I talked about this on our feature on Carolyn back in show 80, where I said I was underwhelmed by this sitcom. My actual words were, I never laughed once during Kiss Me Kate and couldn't wait for each episode to end. Nevertheless, let's listen to Darren in action. Ooh, wow! Nice suit! Oh yeah, thanks. I just yeah, need to... Uh, okay. Tell me what I can look. <laughs> look now. Yeah, that's why I don't get it. Craig, what do you want? I just need to see you about something. Okay, go ahead. No, so I can't. I'm busy. What? Well, I mean, I can't do now. I've got the uh, the VAT inspector in downstairs, and oh, the VAT inspector. I see now. That's why the suit. Yeah, yeah. I just wanted to look like someone who knows what he's doing. Can you think of anything? <laughs> no, I can't. No, no. So when can you see me? Actually, I need to speak to you alone. Um, oh dear. And for quite a long time. Oh God, I am actually quite booked up today. Oh. Well, what about lunchtime? Lunchtime? Haven't I got lunch at lunchtime? Nothing written here. Great. Yes, isn't it? <laughs> In 1999, Darren Boyd was a regular in Hippies, a Simon Pegg vehicle that had been written by Graham Lineham and Arthur Matthews. We profiled Simon back in show 76. Um, yeah, come in, Hugo. I, well, I, just, I don't need to... Hugo, do... come in. <laughs> Where's Gervitz? Well, he's gone out for a meeting with John Lennon. Yeah, about the whole future of the protest movement. It's probably the most important meeting that anyone's had with anyone ever in the history of the world, ever. I thought I'd ask him about protesting. Um, I think it's quite good. Don't exaggerate, Hugo. So, rather than go on about, you know, how great protesting is, I thought I'd try a new angle. So I've written that protesting is a complete waste of time. But uh, my argument's so weak and unconvincing that you end up just reading it and thinking, this guy's an idiot. So it actually ends up being an article for protesting, which is quite clever. Right, well, yes, it's great, but, um, you know, the deadline was last week. Well, could you put it in the next issue? Yes, yes, I will. I'll put it in the next issue bin now. Where's that? Um, ah, there it is. Thanks, Ray. Oh, how is the doctors, by the way? Have you got, to, have you got long to live? <laughs> no, no, I, ju I just had a touch of flu, Ray. I'm not, I'm not going to die. Why, why did you think I was going to die? I don't think you're going to die, Hugo. It was just a little joke, you know. 
I've been thinking a lot about death these days. <laughs> yeah, me too. You know, I sometimes wonder if, if I had an incurable disease, you know, and I only had three months to live, what would I do, you know? What would you do if you only had three months to live? I'd look for a cure. <laughs> Certainly nobody was hotter than Peg when he, he appeared in this series from the writers of Father Ted, but Hippies was a lame shot at mocking a culture that went out of fashion over 40 years ago. Over a three-year period, Darren Boyd was a frequent performer on Channel 4's Smack the Pony when the script called for a tall, good-looking guy. The same year, Darren Boyd appeared in a Comedy Lab pilot for Channel 4 called Los Dos Bros. It was their attempt at Dumb and Dumber, about two half-brother idiots getting into trouble and then discussing it afterward with an unseen therapist. And it became a series in 2002. Some weeks I am very little. Granted, but, um, like last week, I made nearly £5,000. £5,000? Really? Right. Yeah, and nearly. I had two £5,000, so I'd scratch off one more and I'd have been there. <laughs> I found Los Dos Bros a bit lowbrow, and with Boyd running around in a cowboy outfit looking like John Voight in Midnight Cowboy, it often typecast him in future roles as the guy who's forever slow on the uptake. Also in 2002... Darren Boyd came to the United States to make his fortune and hit what seemed to be a sure thing. A new sitcom starring Julia Louise Dreyfus and Steve Carell called Watching Ellie. It originally had the gimmick of a clock running in the corner of the frame to make it seem like it was occurring in real time. Sort of a comedy version of 24 or something. And when that didn't work, it was retooled as a more traditional three-camera sitcom, but that too failed to connect with audiences. In 2005, Darren Boyd was reunited with Kiss Me Kate creator John Morton for Broken News for the BBC as one of the many reporters in this news parody. Now, as you know, ESN news reporter Nick Burnham is embedded with a shuttle crew on the International Space Station, and he joins us now in space. Nick, what's your sense from your unique vantage point up there of what's happening down here? Melanie, I have to say that from up here, there there doesn't seem to be a great deal going on down there. Now, of course, that may just be the effect of perspective, uh, or indeed lack of food. But uh, nevertheless, people around me have been sent up here to do a job. Uh, they've uh, They've been trained to do that job, and they're going to do it. And then, as one crew member expressed to me earlier, get the hell out of this crap house and have ourselves some gravity. Now, whether when they get back home, the water comes a few more inches up their trouser leg than it used to, I really don't think they're going to be that concerned. Melanie. Nick, thank you. Nick Burnham there in space. This rapid-fire comedy featured, if not a cast of hundreds, many dozens, with quick cuts between many different fake newscasts all over the world. In Babylon 5 fans will note the presence of Claudia Christian in the cast of Broken News. The following year, Darren Boyd joined the cast of Green Wing for its second season as Dr. Jake Leaf, alongside his Hippies co-star, Julian Rind Tut. Boyd returned to Canada to appear in two shows, the thriller Regenesis and the sitcom The Jane Show. Now I have to say, as someone who spent six years growing up in Canada and regularly exposed to their television via cable TV most of my life, there's nothing more dire than a Canadian sitcom. Anyone who has any talent whatsoever in Canada, as a writer or performer, immediately goes to find work in the United States. 
What's left over to put on shows isn't worth mentioning. Yes, the improv and sketch scene, which developed SCTV and the kids from the hall, is a whole different skill set and to be admired. But really, try watching a Canadian sitcom on the CBC or CTV sometime. It's bad. Back in the UK in 2007, Darren Boyd played Steve Coogan's neighbor in Saxondale for the BBC. We've talked about Steve Coogan in Podcast 8. And Boyd played Tight Barnacle Jr. in an adaptation of Little Dorrit. Last year, he co-starred along with Green Wing alumnus Stephen Mangan in Dirk Gently as Dirk's friend Richard Macduff. I am such a screw-up. Oh, come on, Macduff, buck up. Things can't be that bad. I'm single. I'm homeless. I'm unemployed. You're unemployed, really? I'd assumed you were a veterinarian. I was a business analyst for a power company. I was made redundant six months ago. That's a perfect example of interconnectedness. You see, a clinically obese American fails to pay his mortgage, the ripples cross the ocean, and you are cast onto the slack heap of the long-term unemployed. Is that all that meant to make me feel better? How are you managing? Hmm? I mean, financially. It was a very generous redundancy package. Was there? Yeah. Hmm. Oh, McDuff, we must ensure you do not fritter it away on some indulgent whim. Misfits creator Howard Overman adapted the Douglas Adams novel as a pilot for BBC Four, which will be back for more episodes later this year. I'm looking forward to that. Also last year, Darren Boyd was in White's, a comedy set in the kitchen of a posh restaurant in a country house. Alan Davis, who we profiled in show 28, starred as Roland White, a talented but somewhat lazy executive chef who leaves a lot of the heavy lifting to his long-suffering sous-chef, Bib, played by Boyd. Chef? Yes, Kiki, what is it? A man on table six wants an eggless omelette. He wants an egg... Kiki, you can't have an eggless omelette, can you? Why, do we not have any? No, because they don't exist, do they? Because there's no... Breadsticks, what, what are they made of? Bread? Bread, very good. Okay, take away the bread, what are you left with? Sticks? No, kid. There you go. That's an eggless omelette. Okay. No, don't take the plate, Kiki. What are you doing? Please. Kiki, just ask the nice man if he'd like his omelette made with whole eggs or just egg whites. You can leave the plate. There you go. Catherine Parkinson, Izzy Suddy, and Matt King were also in the cast of Whites. Alas, much to the dismay of Alan Davis, the BBC axed the show after only one season of six episodes. But now, Hulu comes to the rescue, and now Americans can legally watch Whites once a week, free for nothing. I suggest you check it out, and then write the BBC a stern letter of complaint to bring it back. And good luck with that. Occasional podcast guest Kelly recently discovered Whites for herself and wrote, I think I'm more prone to like it than the average person because I work in the restaurant industry and some of it was really spot on. But yeah, check it out. I give it a thumbs up. So an endorsement from Kelly there. This year, Darren Boyd made an appearance in John Morton's parody of Olympic organizing 2012 for BBC4. He guest starred as a rather clueless former athlete who was a terrible public speaker. I've never actually been to Warwick before, so that's pretty interesting for a start. Meanwhile, the man in question, ex-Olympic athlete Dave Welbeck, is on the road. 
I was having a look on the internet and uh, apparently they've got a castle here, which is uh, handy. I might work that into the old uh, presentation. Uh, great stuff. After winning a silver medal in the 1500 metres in Sydney in 2000, he went on to take silver again in Athens in 2004, before his career was gradually cut short. That's very good, Dion. Come on, all the way. Fast legs. Let's go. To be honest, I didn't know what to do in my life after I stopped competing. All I knew was I wanted to put something back. To feel that you're making the difference, you might be switching on some kid out there whereby you completely change the course of their future. Future. Great stuff. It can't get any better than that, can it? Don't worry about those feet. They're just, they'll, they'll fall on your shoulders. That's it. Good boy. Come on. Great stuff. BBC Two is currently repeating 2012 on Tuesday nights, and Darren was in episode four. And he also co-starred along with Olivia Williams and Rupert Graves in ITV1's Case Sensitive. And as we told you a few weeks ago, Darren Boyd has been cast to play John Cleese in the dramatization of the controversy surrounding Monty Python's Life of Brian in Holy Flying Circus. And that'll be screened later this year. Darren almost always towers head and shoulders above his castmates. Maybe someone is missing a bet not pairing him up with Miranda Hart sometime. I'm sure it would be excellent. Well, next week, Nick Frost. Simon Pegg's frequent co-star has broken out on his own. He appears in the movie Attack the Block, which will have a limited release in America starting on July 29th. We'll talk about the TV career of Nick Frost, as well as Attack the Block's writer and director Joe Cornish in show 94 of the British TV podcast. Meanwhile, we'd like you to go to our website, www.britishtvpodcast.com. There you can find links to headlines, show notes, what's on TV this week, and an archive of our previous 92 episodes. If you have any comments or suggestions, you can send it to feedback at britishtvpodcast.com. We'd like to hear what you think. And you can follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash brittvpodcast. Well, I certainly hope that the forces that be will permit Chrissy to arrive here next week and we'll have her on and we will probably talk about the Night Watch. Uh, I had some very interesting comments about that and probably review the hour as well. So all that will be in show 94. We'll see you next week. Bye. <laughs>